Factor Podcast, Room 303. I'm your host, Franklo Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Moran. And as always, we have with us EPP. Man, I could just listen to this song all night. But we got a podcast to record. How are you doing this evening, Nick? Uh, I'm a little upset, actually. So, Why? like we told the people about last week, there's a major event in the world of racing that we're very excited for. That being, of course, the 2022 Kentucky Turtle Derby brought to you by Old Bur- or, uh, Old First or Old Forester Bourbon. Good thing that wasn't an ad read. And uh, I thought, I thought, and DraftKings, yeah, whatever. Um, I thought that it was May 4th at 7 p.m. It turns out that it's May 7th at 4 p.m. So, PSA. The 2022 Kentucky Turtle Derby will be this Saturday, May 7th, at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can bet on DraftKings if you have DraftKings and not the shittiest. Yeah, no, I mean, that makes that makes sense, definitely. Uh, I, I thought you were going to talk about Hanky versus Nick 3. <laughs> Oh God! You, you said it, it was a big event in racing, so I would figured it was going to be Hanky versus Dick Three. All right, Eric, how are you doing this evening? Uh, doing good. It doesn't matter with your Rudy Pooh candy ass. Just kidding. How are you doing this evening, Nick? Eric? Nick, Eric. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm excited for this race. I got big money on American Hard Show. Big money. Big bucks, no whammy. Big bucks, no whammy. Have you ever heard of that story? The dude who, like, went on to wham. I think it was called no whammy. It's it's called – I thought it was called whammy. I thought the show was called whammy. Whammy. Yeah, so this dude sat at home, recorded every episode of this show, whammy, and studied it. So that way he could become a contestant on it. And he figured out that they only had certain patterns. And he could plan it so he never landed on a whammy square. And he kept playing and playing and playing and playing. And he won a fuck ton of money. And then the the producers were like, they started suspecting foul play, but they had no clue what was happening. He's on stage laughing and all kinds of stuff, bro. Then <laughs> turns out they end up finding out that yeah, this dude cheated the system. Miami <laughs> Rainman. Yeah. So now I say, and because I think one of the things that he said, or I'm not, I'm not sure, but it was big bucks, no whammy. So now I say that all the time because of that dude cheat cheating. What was he? But is that really cheating? No, it's their fault for having a system that could be figured out like that. Anybody could have done it. It's not his fault. He didn't. He did all his prep work beforehand. So I don't know if that's necessarily cheating. He learned how to play the game to the best of one's ability. That's. that's I don't think. Yeah, I just don't think it's cheating. Yeah, neither do I. But it's well, they considered it cheating, so I said it was cheating. But well, yeah, because they had to pay him lots and lots of money. Yeah, they were pretty upset. I, mean, I would be. The guy learned how to cheat my system. Yeah, it yeah, was but your a, system sucks. Yeah, but I mean, if somebody still learned how to cheat it, I'd be pissed about it. Yeah. Ooh, there's the mic pop. There All right. Go. So, uh, also this Saturday with the Kentucky Derby, 
uh, and the turtle race is free comic book day. So for those of you listening, free comic book day, go support your local comic shops, better known as LCSs, because the American language is very uh, acronym friendly or uh, speech lazy is what I like to call it. So LCS is just local comic shop. Everything has an acronym. I know. It's it's unreal. You know what I started noticing lately? White girls have ruined food so much that they now call sandwiches sandos. <laughs> That's what they were referring to yesterday. I thought these motherfuckers were talking about sandals. Like I'm gonna put my sandals on. No. And go to the beach. No, they said sandos. I saw it at the, I saw it at the at the Liberty Station. I saw a sign that said sandos. I was like, we're too lazy to write sandwiches now. And then I heard someone else say it. I was like, this is a really, this is really a fucking thing we're doing. People are calling it Sandos. I heard a 60 something year old man say Sandos. It's got, it's, it's got to be a regional thing, right? Well, I saw it in Liberty Station on a sign. And then I heard a dude who lives in Atlanta say it. So maybe it's a, maybe it's an Atlanta thing. We should bring our resident, uh, Georginian on the podcast, but he's no. he's he's embroiled in political controversy right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's been going on for the better part of almost the a better year part now. of a year. He's 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 involved in suit counter lawsuit suit. You know, yeah, I dude, I had something else to bring up. Shout out to Blake Reynolds, by the way. Had an had an interview today to be the general manager for Twenty Four Hour Fitness in Denver. Did he really? Yeah, currently living a mile away from every major sports stadium in Denver, Colorado. Oh, he doesn't live? He found that bar the other day. He found the Mineshaft bar. He was, oh, like, just, he was just walking we down the street, and he sent me a picture, and he was like, yo, it does exist. The one where we went planetary, dude. Right, that we didn't think existed that I think is a gay bar, where we ended up explaining the soccer to a bunch of gay guys. Was this pre or post losing me? Uh, this was in conjunction. Yeah, this was the, we we lost you on in route. Yeah, then we found you and then wished we had lost you. Right. <laughs> so. So the answer to your uh, question is yes, Eric. So the answer is good riddance. All right. So this is episode one hundred eight, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed that long-winded introduction. We've got an action-packed episode for you. Pop culture pick them. Top five live performances can be concerts, can be theatrical plays, can be you know anything that falls into the spectrum of live entertainment. Um, from there, we'll get into the UEFA Champions League final, where we have Real Madrid versus Liverpool FC in a rematch from 2018. Then we will get into a little bit of NBA talk. We'll talk about the first round, surprises, interesting tidbits, and we'll move forward from there. And then we will get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, the NHL playoffs. We'll bring you notes from Nevada, our executive producer. Uh, then Nick and I will get into the series. We'll talk about it. We'll pick um, who we think wins East and West, who we think wins the cup, and who we think wins uh, – what do they call the Stanley final – Stanley Cup – Finals MVP. The what do they Conn call Smythe. that award? Conn Smythe. There we go. Thank you very much, sir. All right. So with that being said, 
we will go ahead and get into Pop Culture Pick'em. And today's order is Jermaine, Nick, Eric, correct? So that means I am first. And, man, there's a lot of really good choices here. I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Mac Miller performing the Divine Feminine. I'll start off with him and – you know, obvious reasons. Big time Mac fan, always have been. Uh, best ever was the first mixtape I listened to when I got out of boot camp and I had access to download stuff again. And it was actually pretty fitting, you know, because I was in a good mood, good headspace, and that album, Best Day Ever, <laughs> you know, had moved away from home for the first time. It was, you know, kind of a big deal. Uh, that's my first pick, and we'll go in and get into Nick's pick here. So 2010, Raleigh, North Carolina, they put on a free concert uh, for all the students uh, at Reynolds Coliseum, which is where NC State's women's basketball uh, team played. Uh, the artists that performed there in front of a row, about 15,000 rowdy Wolfpack fans was ludicrous. Yo. When I tell you that security was the most lax that I've ever seen, Guys were literally like hitting bottles, like like drinking fists, putting them in their coat, and then just walking past security. And security was like, "Have a great time." <laughs> That's the kind of security you get when it's a free concert. Oh, it was just it was, it was. We should not have been allowed to take the stuff we took into that concert. Uh, yeah. Shout out Ludacris for just pulling out of Bonnaroo. That's tight. Right. So, with Nick picking Ludacris um, as his one, we'll go ahead and get into Eric. Uh, so for my one, it's my favorite artist, musician, whatever, comedian of all time. It's Dave Chappelle. Seen him three times, but I saw him in El Paso. And uh, it was after the Kirky show. The banana game. Where the dude threw the banana at him. <laughs> you were at that show, Eric? Not the banana show. I was at the oh. next show. So, oh, yikes. Dude, he went on a 20-minute rant. He just opened the show and just... He's Buried just like, this dude. So a banana was thrown at me. I was at that same show with my family. I had bought them all tickets. I had no clue Eric was there. That's, that was a good show. <laughs> he, uh, uh, needless to say, was not thrilled about a banana being thrown at him. <laughs> so that ends the first round. You have Mac Miller, Ludacris, and Dave Chappelle. What a trio. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into the first pick of the second round with Eric. Uh, and then another personal favorite was the Yeezus tour. Kanye West, I saw him in Phoenix. I uh, had the fortune of seeing one of his uh, rants. It was pretty epic, but the show itself was amazing. Yeah, I'm actually glad I've never seen Kanye. Really? Yeah, yeah Yeezus just annoys the fuck out of me now. And his, <laughs> and his fans are just, ugh. God, get off the internet, Kanye fans. There's a world outside. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who's worse, Kanye fans or LeBron fans? LeBron oh, fans. LeBron. LeBron. <laughs> yeah, LeBron. 100%, dude. <laughs> All right, so Eric picked uh, Kanye. I thought that would be first. Uh, we'll go ahead and get into Nick's second pick. Who do you got, Nick? So actually, this is going to be uh, something that – well, I'll, I'll, I'll actually save this one to the end because you guys are not going to pick this one. Uh, I saw Kevin Hart in Hawaii, and it was it was I think it's the best standup that I think I've ever been to. The only problem with it is that he has so many opening acts, 
like all of his friends that are trying to be comedians that it took literally like two and a half hours to get to Kevin Hart. But it was worth the wait. He was funny. So <laughs> he was he was busy, dude, cheating on his wife. Right. Yeah, I mean it's a wife. <laughs> so all right, Kevin Hart, that's a good pick. Uh, my next choice, I'm gonna go ahead and take um man. There's so many concerts that I've been to. I've got a few good choices. I'll go ahead and go uh, Jay-Z on the 444 tour. Uh, Vic Mensa opened for him. And it was actually, I saw him in Phoenix. The I think it was like the day after or a few days after Chester Bennington died. And as I walked into this arena, I was just like, uh, if Jay Z doesn't close with a Lincoln Park song, I'm gonna—I'll be fucking shocked. And so he ends the show, and I just lost my fucking mind. And uh, then I was just like, "Damn, he's not gonna close with it." And Jay Z starts to like walk away, and then lights turn off, and then lights turn back on, and he's just like, and then he starts talking about Chester and his friendship and how much he meant, and then proceeded to go into Lincoln Parks and. Uh, I was singing word for word. <laughs> I was losing my shit, bro, because Linkin Park's one of my favorite bands. So that shit was fucking tight. That album was that. I, I mean, like, I can't remember a single. I can't remember, at least in my lifetime, in our lifetime, a single album that blew me away as much as that, like the crossover album between both. <laughs> the collision course that's what they right. called it i still listen to it to this day to this day and it's just yeah. fire it's absolutely there's good. not a bad track on there i'll 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 do dude i'll fight fucking chuck liddell if he tells me it's a bad album <laughs> i i don't give a fuck uh and yeah so it was autobiography by vic mensa and the 444 album that was performed in one night i was uh, chef's kiss. Next, I'm going to go ahead and take. Mm -mm -mm. That is a great question. I'm going to go ahead and say Anderson Pack. Uh, Eric's favorite because Jason ruined him for him. <laughs> so Anderson Pack, strummer, couldn't make the show for Camp Flogna. And so Anderson Pack takes over the drums and did the whole show from the drums. And at one point, like his band leaves the stage and it's just him, the drums and a microphone. Uh, that shit was fucking tight. That's dope. Yeah, dude, it was, it was so tight. And this was like when we first kind of found Anderson pack and he started blowing up cause he was dropping heat regularly. So that was sick, but yeah, that'll be my third pick. Good. Um, my third pick it, I think it's the show that I went to with you guys in Phoenix and saw Bill Burr in Phoenix. It was, I mean, it's it's seeing Bill Burr live. So that was and it, and it was like two hours of Bill Burr. And it was, yeah. But he had a huge set. <laughs> that show was just like, I looked at you at one point. I was like, yo, this shit's never ending. I'm going to lose my right. buzz. <laughs> right. We're like, done. Yeah, we're done. We, they cut us off from alcohol. We're about to riot. <laughs> Night's over. <laughs> like, right. You know, I'm gonna go to sleep. I got wits. It's this show started on Friday night. I got work. It's Monday morning. 
All right, so you got Bill Burr. Now we're on to Eric for back-to-back. Uh, so with my third pick, I'm going to take FKJ. I saw him in Phoenix with my boy Jason. It might have been, if I didn't like Dave Chappelle and Kanye West so much, it might have been the greatest concert I've ever been to. He played like 17 different instruments. He just came out. He was real humble. He played his music, walked off. It was just, I can't explain. It was just the vibe. Everything was dope. Small venue. Um, probably one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Ooh, did you, well, did he play at the theater with like the red velvet chairs? No, he played at the same theater that you saw Mac at. Oh, okay. Yeah, which was the only shitty part about it because the acoustics in there aren't that great. So yeah, the but, the we went to the Gilbert Theater, which seems like an FKJ kind of uh, uh, theater, but that's where we saw Leon Bridges. Oh, Leon. Leon Bridges yeah. was tight, bro. And Leona LaHavis. Lahavas opened up for him. Sick. Such a baddie. I will say this: her music is entirely better in person. As is with a couple artists that we, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. like this album to listen to by itself is not that great, but her, I could listen to her play for hours. Not that she wants to do that. <laughs> so, all right. And then what's your next one, Eric? And then with my fourth pick. It was uh, I can't remember what summer it was, but it was the it was the summer I went to hang out with my brother down in Dallas, and uh, I think it was two thousand fuck two thousand eight or nine, and we went to see Matisse Yahoo at Stubbs. No shit, you saw him live. I saw him. I saw him at the album that was recorded, and my brother made me take mushrooms that day, so it was my first mushroom experience. And I'm listening to Matisse Yahoo. I and, almost left that bitch a fucking, what do they call Orthodox Jew? I almost left that bitch an Orthodox Jew, bro. <laughs> that dude. <laughs> so far, Harry, Harry became a Sephardic Jew. Would that help your hair grow back? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> hey, we'll end the podcast there. <laughs> Just dude, so Matisse Yahoo, I love that dude. That dude was. Is that how you I, say his name? I thought it was, I thought it was Modest Yahoo. No, that's how I say his name. Oh. I don't give a fuck about Jews, bro. Wow. <laughs> well, welcome back, folks. We've been banned again. They own the world. What do they care about my opinion, bro? <laughs> like, I mean, I, I don't fucking pride myself on getting anyone's name right. Everyone gets all mad. You can get the name right and people will still be like, no, it's this way you can't even hear the difference it's just like what 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 huh what <laughs> all right nick it's your fourth pick go ahead uh so it's the first concert i ever went to and it was muse with silver sun pickups in nashville muse muse is i mean muse is a great band they have great music they have they play great live but what makes a muse concert great is they do fantastic showmanship with the, with the, uh, uh, with like the laser lights and the stage like going up, like the stages go up and down, and they use they use the video board a lot. And this was in like 2007 too, so who knows what Muse is doing now? <laughs> probably sitting at home. That's right. Yeah, probably not. Probably not recording shows. But it's it's still to this day like the best. Uh, the best like choreographed show I've ever been to. Word. All right, so then it's back to me. I don't know if I'm gonna diversify from concerts. I mean, there's 
there's a few Broadway plays I've seen that are. <laughs> I mean, Broadway in general, just they they don't miss. It's fucking incredible what they can do. But I think I'm gonna stick all concerts, and I'm gonna rock. There's a lot of choices in my head. I'll go ahead and say Imagine Dragons. Um, I wasn't. Ex- I didn't even actually really care for it. Like I liked Imagine Dragons. Like, I didn't actively dislike them. But I walked out of that show and I was like, all right, they're one of my favorite bands. Like that's how good a show they put on. I, I tell the story all the time. The dude walks on stage and everyone loses their mind, obviously, because it's the first time seeing him. And he walks up to the microphone. He's like, hey, sorry, I'm sick right now. So my voice is kind of messed up, but we're still going to play. And I was just like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Couldn't even, couldn't even tell. Couldn't even tell he was sick. And he's out there singing. And they open with Radioactive, which at the time was everywhere. And he, the stage is dark and the spotlight is just on him, but it's, and it's red. And they roll this massive fucking war drum out from the back of the stage right next to him. And they hand him, they hand him the, the hammer. And so there's nothing playing, right? Everything gets dark. Everyone's real quiet. You see like the flashlights on. And he starts singing like the opening part of Radioactive before like the instruments kick in. And as he starts singing, you see the, the rest of the band come out. They pick up their instruments. They take their place. And he starts banging the drum. Boom. Boom. And then as he and he goes to bang the drum when he's about to get to the chorus and all the instruments coming at the same time and just this crescendo hits. Just boom. And I'm like, oh, shit. This is about to be crazy. I saw uh, Cage the Elephant, Mumford and Sons, fun capital cities like all in one show it was ridiculous i'm i'm no i'm missing people too or maybe i combined two instances of that but <sighs> imagine imagine dragons was fire and then next i'm gonna go not my first concert uh or not the and not the concert where i saw jared leto get punched in the face uh what concert did jared leto get punched in the face at uh, it was Taste of Chaos, and it was the first concert I went to without, like, supervision. And I'm there. And I remember the crowd got rowdy and pushed forward, and this big, fat dude, like three times my size was in front of me, fell over, fell backwards. And, like, my shoe got taken off. I lost my hat. And I'm, like, trying to stand up, dude. I, like, lifted this dude. I was like, this is how I die. I'm going to get trampled to death. This is why they don't let you go to concerts by yourself. But I'm going to end up picking a T.I. I went to go see T.I. before he went to jail for the Paper Trails uh, concert. And it was me and the homies. And we had really fucking good seats. But T.I., I'm pretty sure T.I. showed up late. (laughs) it was we had a just absolute blast at that concert it was great we packed five dudes into four chairs and just stood up the whole time because what was it It was danny jason thomas and eric had a chair somewhere else but we're like dude just come over here and he stood with us we packed into four chairs (laughs) i remember that that one was fire uh and that'll be my last one yeah i'm going ti 
So for my final one, it's something that actually happened this weekend. So shout out Project Glow Fest this weekend in DC, EDM Festival in DC. There was a there was a DJ there named DJ Sid C I D, and he played this version of Final Countdown, but but like house style that sent me through the fucking rafters. <laughs> And it was it was the it was the best ED like the best EDM mix. It was like a 30 minute set. It was the best EDM mix I have ever heard song after song. And it's just like when a crowd when a it's awesome being in the middle of a crowd who just constantly gets excited for banger after banger. Cause after he does one, everybody gets excited. After he plays a second one, you're like, okay. And then after you just, after that third one, you just come to expect it. And the crowd is just continuously hyped. Maybe you've ever been to like an EDM or like a festival. When a crowd gets hyped, it is just an awesome feeling. Yeah, I have. I, so I've been to those. I've also been to a concert or a festival when the crowd is just flat. Oh, it's they're, awful. They're, they're tired. They got no energy. They're all like standing there because they paid money, but nobody wants to be there. And there's like half-hearted jumping. There's like a few people mumbling. It's the most depressing thing ever. Nobody's <laughs> shuffling. <laughs> I actually saw Schoolboy Q for the first time like that, and I felt so bad for him. He was he was like one of the headline closers, but everyone had just blown their load already. <laughs> <laughs> He kept saying, he's just like, I'm just going to stop playing. I'm like, bro, honestly, schoolboy, you probably should. Yeah, bro. dude, like, yeah, take a hint. Stop playing. <laughs> I was like, this has nothing to do with you. I love you. I still listen to you to this day. But, man, this is rough. Thank <laughs> everybody. All right, and then last but not least, we got Eric's. Uh, so my last one is actually my, like, the most fun I've ever had a concert. Did you go with us to St. John? No. You didn't go? Dude, it was like a small, like 300 people venue. And I actually got cut off before the opening act even came out. I was just pounding shots because like, he was one of my favorite artists at the time. Bro, I was jumping, wilding out. I had I was like soaked in tequila by the time I left. It was like sweat and tequila. It was just the, like the most fun concert I've ever been to. Fuck you, Nick. But it no, was a good goddamn time. Me, Eric. <laughs> it should because Eric jumping around and having fun like that. Is oh, that's so true. Crazy. Yeah, good yeah. point. I just he heard that. I just heard the soaked in tequila and cut off before the concert even started. Yeah, he hates fun and I uh, guess himself. Right. <laughs> like, so that's why. He, that's why he doesn't jump around at concerts. He's like, I'm having fun. I'm like, Eric, are you sure? Because you yelled that. <laughs> like, uh, okay. All right, so you're having fun. Well, that completes the list. Go ahead and read them off for us, Eric. All right, so Jermaine with the first pick, his list. Mac Miller, the Divine Feminine Tour. Jay-Z, the 444 Tour. Anderson Pack, you didn't tell us which tour it was. but He was at Flognaw. Just... Flognaw, okay. Uh, Imagine Dragons and uh, T.I. in El Paso with, the hom- with all the homies. Paper Trails, yeah. That was paper tra- paper it trails. was Paper Trails, right? It was Paper Trails. Yeah, because it was a swing of rag. In my opinion – that's my favorite. It's not the best TI album, but that's my favorite TI album. Probably because of that concert. I remember I listened to that CD for like four months straight because it was when you had CDs in the car. Yeah. And it was too lazy to change the CD. So every yeah. time I got into the car, I was listening 
Paper Trails, whatever track was on. Remember, I was singing word for Danny word at the that same concert. thing, and it was what's that song on that album with Rihanna? Or there's a song with a female in there, and he just had it on repeat. Fancy? I can't oh, you fancy, huh? I can't remember what song. Oh, was. no, that's that's Drake. What's, yeah. what's the one I'm thinking of? Anyways, well, I'll look at anyway, it. Read the next, uh, next list. Uh, Ludacris, his North Carolina State show. Kevin Hart in Hawaii. Bill Burr in Phoenix. Uh, Muse with the Silver Sun pickups in Nashville. And DJ Sid at Project Glowfest in, in uh, D.C. It's the highlight of that man's career. DJ Sid? Yeah, being on this list. I thought he was going to say DJ Sis, and I was like, dude, it's getting too... Cis cis male, male, white gender? He's a cis male (laughs) DJ, bro. Did I just say white gender? (laughs) Right. White gender. Uh, And then I had uh, Dave Chappelle in El Paso, Kanye West, Yeezus Tour in Phoenix, FKJ, uh, French Kiwi Juice in Phoenix, Matis Yahoo in Austin, live at Stubbs, and St. John in Phoenix at Club Red or some ghetto fight shit club red it was in el paso no it was in phoenix it was oh. like it was like dude they had like a taco truck outside that was like a permanent restaurant there it was dude it was ghetto bird but it was lit that sounds tight i don't know why you're saying it was ghetto. i don't know it doesn't sound ghetto to me ghetto to me is like if the drywall is peeling off and like there's water on the floor no yeah it was it was it was bad dude <laughs> Uh, it was live your life. Just live your life. Dude, Danny played that song so Oh, dude, that much, sounds dude. like Danny, bro. Danny and Jason have this thing where they will just play songs into the fucking ground. <laughs> it's just like, pick something else. <laughs> they're, they're the opposite of the ad for Apple Music and Spotify. They're like, you have... You have over 300 million songs at the touch of a button. They're like, nah, I got 45. Nah, right here. <laughs> this, this 45, like, I'm almost right? positive that I can name Jason's vinyl collection based off what I just know he listens to regularly. Like, I can, I'm almost positive I can get it spot on. <laughs> Bro, I always say, oh shit, we're in, we're live and in the mix with Jason's top 45. <laughs> like, it's the same 45 songs. Every once in a while, he'll switch one out. <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's shit. Can I connect crack. to the Bluetooth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I connect to the Bluetooth? The same 45 songs, bro. Oh, that's great. All right, so that wraps up Pop Culture Pick'em. Eric read the list off. And now, I think it's probably best if we get into the UEFA Champions League. Yeah, We'll just get that out right away. So... Go ahead, take it away, Nick. Uh, I mean, I, I think Eric said it, and we've refused to listen to him. This Real Madrid team kind of looks like a team of destiny. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I th- we all I think we all agreed with him when he said Just, that. Though. You have to look at how they did it. Down three one against PSG. <clears throat> down what four two against Chelsea, and then down. They were down five, today. Two. Five two and on an aggregate. And they came back and won 6-5 on aggregate. Like, how fucking crazy is that? Was the PK justified? I didn't watch this match, but I heard that. Anything that knocks out City is justified in my opinion. <laughs> Actually, that's the only appropriate answer. I did read that it was Benzema on a PK that finished it, right? Yep. Uh, it had to have been. It had to have been. 
Yeah, so I was, you know, I didn't watch the and game. And that and Benzema top goal scorer, that shit, we should have fucking all of oh our mortgages. Oh my god, we hammered that. We all we all looked at it like, man, that's a good line. Yeah. <laughs> we fucking it's a great line. It. So, how many goals did Benzema have? I mean, I'll look it up right now. Oh, okay, we don't have. Uh, in the main tournament, let's see here. Benzema has fifteen goals. Wow, it's not even close anymore. Then, by the way, by the way, by the way, Lewandowski has (laughs) thirteen. And Holler, remember Holler from Ajax? He had eleven. Bro, how unreal! (laughs) How unreal! For they've been eliminated since what quarters? Uh, Ajax, yeah, they made it to the round of sixteen, I believe. So they got eliminated. eliminated. They got eliminated in the knockout stage. That's right. Right. Holler had his in eight games. Lua had his in 10 games, and Kareem may have set out because he has his in 10 games too. 11 now. Oh, I didn't update on ESPN yet? Yeah, so he had one today. So Oh, I didn't update on ESPN. So 15, 15 goals in 11 matches for Benzema, 13 goals in 10 matches for Lewandowski, and 11 goals in 8 matches for Holland. Yeah, that's – that Benzema bet. That's – yeah. Damn. <laughs> well, you got to kick yourself for once missed. So, like uh, like Eric alluded to, the first semifinal leg uh, was played the 26th and 27th of April. Uh, in Manchester, Man City won 5-3 against Real Madrid. Uh, an insane game. I like like you're playing like you're playing Pong back and forth. Uh, but 4-3 to Man City. Then the next day, Liverpool handled Via Real like we at home, like we thought they should. 2-0. So that moved to Yesterday and today, yesterday Villarreal played Liverpool. I don't know how much I like this swapping of games. By the way, this like they played they played uh, last Tuesday and now they or they played last Wednesday. Now they play this Tuesday. But I don't <laughs> I don't I don't make the rules. Uh, Villarreal had an amazing first half yesterday. Tied it up. <laughs> Go ahead. I said tied it up. They were up 2-0, which tied it up on aggregate, and then Liverpool decided to play soccer uh, and ended up ended up winning the game uh, and the and advancing to the final uh, three to two, which means they went they won five to two on aggregate. Then the game that we were all talking about today, uh, Real Madrid and City and and uh, Manchester City in Real. Uh, one nothing man city so first of all this game this game didn't get its first goal until the 73rd minute right then man city scores Mraz scores 73rd minute one nothing man city basically man man city's good to go at this point right they're up 5-3 there's no chance that real madrid can come back right so, if, I, if I was a betting man, I probably would have bet that they didn't come back. They didn't come back. Well, Real Madrid scored a goal in the 90th and then the 91st minute. That evened it up, sent us to our first extra time, remember, because the rules changed this year. So no more away goals. Sent us to extra time. Penalty, like Jermaine alluded to. And, of course, it had to have been Benzema. Benzema scores the penalty in the 95th minute. Real Madrid wins 3-1, advances 6-5 on aggregate, which means we will see 
Real Madrid and Liverpool in the final. What do we think for the final? So Eric, do you have the lines? Do they have the lines up? They might Bravado Bravado might not have the lines yet. They didn't have them earlier pre-show Classic. when I checked, but I will live check again and see what happens. So the final will be the 28th of May, so the end of this month. Uh, I believe it's in where's the final this year? Oh, it's in it's in uh, France. It's in it was Paris. supposed to be in Russia, wasn't it? It yeah. was supposed to be in Russia, but then Russia decided to invade Ukraine and I really think every Russian person in power should be punished, no matter whether he's in Russia or not. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, <laughs> oh, they do have lines. They just updated them. Okay, let's hear them. So, Liverpool is the favorite, minus one ten. Real Madrid money line plus two eighty five. What? You gotta bet that, right? Yeah, what did we just say? Team of destiny. That's what, what I. What's, What's the draw at, Eric? Plus 255. Hammer either of them. You think it goes to penalties? I think it goes to extra time. Yeah. And then Just, the over. Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say the over under is two and a half. Yeah. Over is minus 105, under is minus 115, and the spread is 0.5. So they're expecting a close game, I guess. What did you say about that when it says over two and a half, comma three? What was what was the explanation last time? So it's you basically it's a half bet. So if they go over two and a half, so they basically have to score four goals for you to win the whole bet. So if you bet twenty dollars, you're betting ten dollars on two and a half and ten dollars on three. That, so be very be very weary when you guys bet soccer lines. If it says like Jermaine said, over two and a half, comma three, you're betting ten, you're betting whatever half your amount is, that it'll be over two and a half. And then half the amount that it'll be over three. So if they score three goals, you only win half your bet. So go okay. in the lines, find an even round number. That's normally what I do. Okay. And so do you think they score over two and a half goals? I don't want to touch it, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I like the under. 100% they score over two and a half goals. You have the top. You have the tournament's top goal scorer. Yeah, but it's always the championship. And Mahalo yeah. Salah. It's the championship. Yeah, but, but Eric, what do we always say when it seems like there's going to be a lot of goals? It's always the under. When it needs, when, when it's when you can make all these points year. for the over. One zero. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the championship. I always bet unders. I so well not always. Just <laughs> always. given given the nature of how Real has won the last three rounds, I'm sitting here. I'm looking at this. Real Madrid to win an extra time plus 1700. Plus 1700? Plus 1700. Bet. bet the draw. Bet plus 1700. Parlay them together if you can and walk out of the bank with your big balls and your big bag of money, knowing that you're the G. If you suspect that that happens, take the over as well. Maybe it's one nothing. Yeah, it's, it won't. They're not going to extra times one nothing. I don't think. Listen, one one. I think Liverpool. I think it goes to shootout. To penalties? Uh, yeah, penalties. Yeah. What, what's, what's 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 the bet to go to penalties there? Uh, so let me see. So Real Madrid's winner in a shootout is plus fourteen hundred. Liverpool's plus fourteen hundred. So oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so pick the team you like and pick shootout. I think it or ends bet both of, or bet both of them and 
<laughs> big 1400. Oh yeah, exactly. So I, I think, I think that um, it's one, one, they go to shootout and I'm actually going to pick against Real. What's correct score one, one, Eric. Correct score one, one is plus 575. <clears throat> okay. So I think that's, I think that's what the odd makers think it's going to be. It looks like the favorite right now. What's one zero real? One zero so I guess real. what's or what's what's zero zero? What's a zero zero game? Plus thirteen hundred. Here, I guess it'd be one zero though. Yeah, so one one is the odds-on favorite to to hit. So here's what here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna lock this one in. I don't think I have any money to bet on Bobata, but I'm gonna give this to everybody's a freebie. Bet. Draw, Real to win in extra time, and final score one zero Real. What does that pay, Eric? What what are those? What are those three? You said draw was what plus? Draw is shit. Sorry, I gotta scroll through here and find this again. So draw is no, no draw is plus two fifty five. Two fifty five for the draw. That's again for those of you who are saying Nick, a soccer game in a final can't end in a draw. I'm aware, but if you want to gamble that a, that a game is tied in extra time, you bet draw. So draw is plus 255. Correct. And then what? you said extra time. Real to win in extra time was plus 1,700, we said, correct? Correct, correct. And, and Real to win 1-0 was plus 1,300, correct? Real to win 1-0 is – I don't know if they have team and score, but 1-0 for a final – Oh, oh here it is. Yeah. Correct score. So that would be that one? Yes, plus 1,200. And then plus we're looking for yes. Madrid and extra time, right? Yeah, Madrid and extra time should be right, right there. Should, that's 1,700. Okay. So that's three bets that we have on this parlay. So if Correct. you if you bet $10 on the lines that I just described, you walk away with 8,297. No, that's not a parlay. It won't let you parlay those. Right. So say go to what, go, go to a good site that'll let you parlay these. Yeah. So um what was the odd what was the final odds total for those three bets to hit? So draw in regular time and in, in regular no, no. time? You used an odd calculator, right? What what was that final number it came? Right. It was plus eighty two hundred, basically. Plus eighty two hundred. Okay. Oh, sorry. Plus eighty two thousand. Because for ten bucks wins you eight thousand. Eighty thousand. <laughs> eighty thousand. Sorry. Yo, you gotta you gotta put that bet in on DraftKings, bro. Right. Ofi- I gotta sign ofi- up on DraftKings. Official sponsor of the turtle race. Right. <laughs> Along with old first Forrester, Bert. I still keep messing it up, but it never gonna sponsor us. Yeah. So that. So Nick's Nick's lock of the Nick's lock of the month is. Parlay, Champions League final draw, Real to win an extra time, and Real to win 1-0. And I swear to God, this is going to hit because I've put, I cannot put any money on it. <laughs> this man said lock of the month on May the 4th be with Lock you. of the month. Get it out early <laughs> and then wait out. until the end. <laughs> That's my <laughs> motto. When does um Eric? When does time and date for this game? It is the twenty eighth of May. I don't know the time. Though. It's usually at noon or one. Okay, but I'll pull it up. 
<laughs> he looked at me and said, usually noon or one. I just looked at him like. Yeah. So okay. which is it? So. So which is it? Yeah. That's 28th. Is, it is at noon. Noon. Okay. Yeah. On the 20th. What day is the 20th? That's a Sunday. 28th. Saturday. It's always on a Saturday. 28th. Last Saturday of May. Damn. I'm moving on that day. Well, people yeah, are for us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm moving your ass to the couch. <laughs> nah. Moving your ass to a British pub to watch this game. Legitimately moving. I'm gonna put Eric in charge of the move though. So that way I can go watch it. Great. Now it's not gonna get that. Yeah. He always says, give me more responsibility. And then anytime I do, look at him, look at me right now. He's a <laughs> he is appalled that I gave him more responsibility. This man, something else. Right. All right, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is our UCL final coverage. Um as predicted on this podcast, it would be an Ajax to the ship. That failed. Hopefully you faded us. We also said it would be Bayern Liverpool. That failed. Hopefully you faded us. Um, then we said Chelsea has a shot to win. That failed. Hopefully you faded us. Uh, we got Liverpool here. <laughs> we got Liverpool. So don't fade too heavy. <laughs> fade, you know, fade 50% on that dial back. 50% relax. Uh, nobody saw Real coming. But we should have. Um, how poetic would it be if Real still beats Liverpool? It's because of the circumstance that they won last time with the Sergio Ramos tackle on Mo. It was clean. Bullshit. Mo Salah's just softer than fucking Cotton L. Come on, man. Sorry. On, man. You're right. You're right. Off brand. Great value. He's softer than great value toilet paper. But. <laughs> Which, first of all, everyone's softer than great value toilet paper. <laughs> Do you think them winning lessens their chances of getting Ronaldo back? Because he clearly wants out of United, and it's well, he doesn't want he doesn't want out. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you. I don't think they're gonna <laughs> I, have it. I don't think he has a choice. Ten yeah. Ten Hag is already like, nah. Yeah, he, he he before he signed the contract, he said Ronaldo is not in my plans. So, um, I think if Real wins, Ronaldo goes there, yeah, because then he gets another shot at. The team just won; they add him. They, yeah, he's gonna go there. I don't know why they would want to bring him back, though. That's where my head's at. Why just go get just go get Mbappe and Holland and piss everyone off? Just go and and Ronaldo needs to come to the MLS already. Yeah, did you see the news today that Juventus is going to try to get Pulisic? No. No, no, no. Wow, what's, what, what do their medical facilities look like? Because that's, that's, that's the only room in Juventus Pulisic is going to see is a trainer's room. So I, I will say this. At least technically Juventus has a medical room because Chelsea doesn't have anything right Bro, now. Right. I've seen him get subbed on four separate times. After the 75th minute, and she still pulls a fucking hamstring. Like, you're only playing, what, 15 minutes? Come on, my guy. <laughs> like, stretch it out. Fucking walk around. Do something. I don't the fucking guy, know. The guy who can't stand up right now. <laughs> Listen, I'm not getting paid $30 million to kick a ball, all right? You give me $30 million, I'll Eric, stretch Eric, Eric, I want you to run a soccer field. <laughs> Bet. Not for 15 minutes. I just want you to run your full sprint 
uh, soccer field and see if you don't snap both your hamstrings like rubber bands. How how a soccer field is what? 120, 120 yards, I think. Yards? Okay, I think so. Uh, yeah, super wide too. That's what so I was gonna say. No, 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 no. Right, <laughs> no, so no, no. How long do you think it takes Eric to get from <laughs> one end to the other? 120 right. yards. All right, top, so pre, top pre, speed. Premier baseball players run the what sixty yard dash in like six seconds. A sub seven is good. I'd say it takes it takes Eric thirty seconds to run the field. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. That's better than I. Uh, that's your. That's better than you're giving me. All right. Here's here's what we need to do. We need to take Eric out to the local high school. And he's just going to run through everything. We're going to take him through the. We're going to take him through, the forty, the sixty, the three cone, the shuffle, the hundred meter, and then he's just going to run a soccer field. Bro, an Eric combine. Would an be Eric combine. Hysterical, bro. I just want to interject here. I think it's hilarious that Nick thinks I'm going to run a hundred yards and then be able to do. Anything else? That <laughs> well, that's why we put it at the end. So, all right. So, Nick has set the line at thirty seconds. So, for everyone listening to this, tell us your over under on the thirty seconds. Secondly, prop bet time. All right. So, does Eric fall no, no, minus no. one ten? Yeah, that, that's that's a good one. We'll do that. Does <laughs> Eric fall minus one ten? Uh, minus one ten for yes. <laughs> That's a that's a plus. actually the line the line just increased minus two hundred plus one oh so minus two hundred for yes <laughs> plus one seventy for no mm-hmm. then Have we will point. does Eric pull a hamstring <laughs> never, never. We'll you can get double the hamstring for double the value we'll put we'll put that line at even odds yes no any other what? prop bets. Uh, Does Eric sweat through his t-shirt? Before the race starts. Look at this. I've already pitted. I'm not even doing anything. Yes, I'm sweating <laughs> through his shirt, homeboy. All right, so yes is at minus 4,000. Right. No, no is at plus 100. I'm going to sneak this, y'all, and wear some of the, the, the Nike underguard shit so I don't sweat through. Yeah. Dude, here's, the thing. here's the thing. I set the odds. You have absolute power. So, so if somebody puts bets in, you have absolute power. Also, Eric, Eric, don't wear the Nike underguard stuff. You're going to kill yourself. You're going <laughs> to heat stroke. You're going to heat stroke out if you wear more than one item of clothing. Oh, man. Actually, I think we should just do a room 303 combine. This would be hysterical. All right. Now that we've been hijacked enough, we'll move into NBA. Eric, you want to take us through the NBA? Uh I'm gonna let you take it this time, fella, because I didn't watch many of the games. I was working this whole weekend. Oh, Bro, this man. <laughs> no, asked, no, no, no. Ask for more. No, no, no. You know I was working on that special project this week. I can't. Oh, I didn't have time to watch. Special games. project. What's her name? A lot of prospects coming through the system, there, Eric. I understand. You got to go on scouting trips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The farms. The farm system ain't gonna be number one all the time. You know, I got you. All right. So do. We wrapped up round one, you know, essentially last week, correct? Yeah, because I mean, there was only one game that 
or one series that still had to get played? All right. So, I mean, I don't think we should really have much to touch on. Round two started, uh, like we said, 76ers and Heat, uh, Mavericks, Suns, Bucks, Celtics, and mm, Grizzlies, Warriors. Yeah. Uh, Currently tied 1-1, Grizzlies and Warriors, uh, and Bucks and Celtics. 76ers are down 2-0, and Mavericks and Suns are playing in um, the second game of the series. Uh, we've seen some pretty incredible performances thus far by very young talent. Uh, Luka Doncic had 41 points in a losing effort. John Moran, I believe, had 47 points in a winning effort in game two. Uh, they were on the cusp of blowing a home court advantage completely. <laughs> so they needed to get that one win to go back to Golden State and try to even this series. Uh, sorry, to take back home court. Uh, Philadelphia is playing without Joel Embiid. He got elbowed in the face by Pascal Siakam with three minutes remaining in a 30-point blowout. Resulted in an orbital fracture and concussion. I believe the concussion is what's holding him out because he can play through the orbital fracture. They're eyeing to have him game three. Resident Sixers expert, what would you like to say? So same orbital fracture like three years ago. So they're being extra cautious. The concussion is the main reason why he can't come back because he has to pass concussion protocols. But the Sixers organization themselves, they're being extra cautious because if he gets hit in that bitch again, he may not have a fucking career. So. All right. So then uh, book it now. 76ers will not win this series. Uh, might not win a game. Uh, very unfortunate. Would have been a very good series. And we're not going to end up with it. Miami should punch their ticket to the Eastern Conference Finals. So that brings us to my follow-up question. Who wins the Bucks celtics series? Celtics are a bunch of dogs. <clears throat> but the Bucks. <laughs> But the Bucks win. Yeah, I was I was gonna ask because I was I was like, well, that so I thought the Bucks were gonna win based off what I saw in game one. They did it without Chris Middleton, but then the Celtics smacked them back, and in fact worse, and they did that without Marcus Smart. So this series seemed this is gonna be the to me has the hardest odds of picking Boston versus Milwaukee. But Nick still has Milwaukee and you. I'm going to take Milwaukee. Okay. Defending chance. You ride with them until they prove you wrong. Yeah. All right. So, Grizzlies tied it up 1-1. Yeah. In very impressive fashion. But they were down in the fourth quarter both games to the Golden State Warriors at home. Now the series shifts back to Golden State. Who do you have winning that one? We'll go with Eric this time. Uh, I think the Warriors win the series. Um, I think it's going to be a great series. It might go 6-7, but I think what, what's going to keep Grizzlies in it is is that Gary Payton injury because Draymond's their defensive ace, but GP2 was, was the dude that would go out there and, and when Draymond needed a break, and he was a dog too. And I think Draymond being, what, 34, 35 now? Yeah. He can't carry as much. He's still – Phenomenal player, like no disrespect, but the, the the youth of the Grizzlies will make it a good series, but the Warriors will win with the pedigree that they have on that team. 
Yeah, if you don't know what Eric's talking about, um, Gary Payton the second, um, unfortunately went down with a what was it? Fractured elbow. Fractured elbow about three weeks. So he's out three weeks with a fractured elbow after a preposterously dirty play by Dylan Brooks, um, which kind of puts this series in. Very interesting question. Draymond Green has a swollen eye that he received from that same series. So it it seems to be like there is a very nasty style of basketball that the Grizzlies are playing right now. And it's it, it's the scars are blatantly obvious. Uh, Draymond Green's 32. So okay. the next series, Suns Mavericks, we, we all agree that's gonna be a sweep, right? Yes. Lucas steals one. Lucas steals one. On like a buzzer beater. Because <laughs> I was just yeah. like, that man just balled and lost. I've, so I've with, with the new NBA. What in the world? Oh. Nick, what is that? Phone. Something on the phone. Oh. So with the new <laughs> NBA, I uh He just says it like he doesn't have to explain what the well, No, I was like, no, I was like, I thought the I thought my volume was off on the phone. Protesters and whatnot. Everybody's protesting. I <laughs> uh, continue on. <laughs> I don't even so, think my microphone's working. Uh, no, we hear you. So with with the new NBA and like we hear you though. Is he not? Oh, now it's off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Keep going. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm been, so confused. It's been hell derailed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you were saying Lucas steals it. <laughs> Lucas yeah, steals just, one. I thought with the new NBA, like having a big dude or having size wasn't really an advantage because you could spread the court, you could shoot, but the Suns clearly have a fucking advantage against the Mavericks with the size. And I'm saying that with zero respect given to DeAndre. And I think DeAndre is a bum. I would never fucking pay him. Fuck that kid. But they are just, they just, the Mavericks have no answer at all. Why do you not like, why do you not like DeAndre Ayton? Everyone in Phoenix hates no, DeAndre Ayton. I have, Everybody in Phoenix hates the Suns for some reason. No. no you no, liked no. them when they were trash. Why don't you like them now? I no, like them they they like them. All, all my friends who are not Suns fans hate the Suns in, in Phoenix. But Suns fans dislike DeAndre Ayton. Why? Weird. I don't know. Because they wanted they wanted Luka. Or, yeah, it was the Luka draft, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't Whatever. Know it doesn't they... fucking matter. But I, I just don't like the Suns because their, their fans are fake. They, the team's there every year. We never see show up. We never see turnout. I've been to 50, 60 games. Very rarely showed up, like sold out. And all of a sudden, it's the pride of the city. Fuck that noise. Yeah, it's like that everywhere. <laughs> nah. Chicago, New York, Philly, those places sell out no matter what. Diehard fans, they show up. Maybe not yeah, like... but then they always bitch the loudest. Of course. Yeah. But Tampa... You know, Houston, New Orleans. Yeah, they don't show up until they're good. It happens everywhere. Nobody wants to pay money. Nobody wants to pay money to see their team. I think just having lived there and experienced it, it irritated the shit out of me. Yeah, no. That's why, like, for some reason, DeAndre can come into the playoffs, average 20 and 10, and be crazy efficient. Anchor a defense, and people still don't think he's good at basketball. I don't understand it. So, 
I, I don't think DeAndre is as bad as everyone says he is. He gives me a lot of David Robinson vibes offensively, and I think he's fun to watch. Um, but, yeah, so you have Mavs stealing one, but the Suns clearly win. Yeah. I think the Suns sweep. Luka gave an elite performance and lost. <laughs> so I don't – I don't know how I, I see it going any other way. And then that brings us to oh, that's all four of them. So we have a Bucks versus Heat yeah. final and a Warriors versus Suns final. Ooh, those are both very interesting. And is if, that a one three matchup both both times? Yes. Oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. But and the cool thing about that is if it's got to play out this way, but if it does, you each way you cross that, that finals is going to be lit. Oh yeah, yeah. So the, the Miami Heat um, look like an absolute force, like you said, closing quarters. Oh yeah, my my thing about if you good teams win games, great teams close quarters and halves. Elite. In the Miami Heat, do that, and it's staggering how good they do it. It's like there's a mental timer they have, and when it gets to like four or five minutes, maybe four minutes, offense. I don't know. Their defense grinds it out. Yeah, they crack down. It's 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 impressive. All right, so gun to head, Bucks versus um, Heat. Who do you have winning? Until somebody dethrones the champs, I'm taking the champs all the way. All right, so you have the Bucks in the finals. Who you got? Heat. Bucks. Are, you got Heat. All right, so that's the first uh, differentiation there. The Bubble um, Boys are coming back. Hey, Bubble Boys! All right, so Western Conference: Suns versus Warriors. Who do you have? Uh, I think the Suns. I don't even know that Memphis. I don't even know that that Golden State gets past Memphis. Yeah, I actually have – all year Memphis played Golden State fantastic. And I physical. Have, and I have a feeling that Memphis can beat Golden State in this series. Right. Same question, Golden State or Memphis? I'd be mean, sorry, Golden State or Phoenix? Uh, I'm ex- I'm fully expecting a Chris Paul hamstring. <laughs> He's hanging on. <laughs> so I'm going with the Warriors. You, had, you had Chris Paul Western Conference Finals, correct? I so unfortunately because of the way the picks played out, I have him pulling it in game one of the finals. But I I do think it is going to be in the Western Conference finals. Oh, you said game one of the finals. finals. Yeah, because we were all picking, and you guys you took semis, he took Western Conference finals. So I was like, well, I got to take the. Finals. You could have taken a game in the Western Conference or the semis. No. All right, but he wanted to double down concerts earlier. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Eric has the Warriors versus Bucks in the finals. Who do you have taking it? Until somebody dethrones the reigning champions, I'm sticking with the Bucks. Are you just here so you don't get fined? I am just here. <laughs> All right, Nick, you have oh, – sorry. So you have the Suns in the finals, correct? Yeah, we, doubled, we yeah. covered that. Yeah. All right, so you have Suns versus Heat. Right. That's a very like <laughs> synergetic logos, you know, Suns and Heat. Right, right. Who do you got winning that series? Oh man, 
he put himself in a in a pickle. Yeah, I probably I, I gotta say he I think this is the year that he win it. Oh wow. Okay, so Nick has heat, Eric has Bucks consensus Eastern Conference pick. We're gonna go ahead and wrap the M- NBA conversation there. Uh shout out Tyler Hero for six man. John Rat was most improved. Did they announce rookie of the year yet? Oh, rookie yeah. of the year was Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes, and then he broke his ankle. And then he, that game, yeah. yeah. Um, and those are the only awards given out thus far, correct? Or am I yes. missing? Even something? though I always think coach of the year is given out first, it is not. It's not no. Yes. So what you what you're confusing? The, players, the, the coaches association, association picks yeah. it, picks their coach, yeah. and they pick Monty Williams this year. So you usually it syncs up, but you know. I think it should be Eric Spolstra, but what do I know? <laughs> All right, that wraps up NBA conversation. So we've done UCL, we've done NBA, and now we're over to Nick for NHL, and then we'll finish up the podcast. All right, so we realize that we're starting a, a little bit late here with, with the NHL because the playoffs have already started. But let me take you through the, the final seeding here. So – We'll start with the Eastern Conference because the Florida Panthers, the number one seed, they had 122 points and won the President's Trophy. Number two, Carolina Hurricanes, they had 116 points. Number three, the Toronto Maple Leafs, they had 115 points. Four, the Rangers with 110. The Lightning at five, also with 110. Boston Bruins were the sixth seed, 107. Uh, Pittsburgh was number seven with 103. And Washington was the eighth seed with 100. Keep in mind with these seedings, uh, they actually play within their uh, division. So it's not Florida does not Florida does play Washington, but that's only because Washington was the last ranked in that division. So that doesn't make sense. Look it up. You'll get the hang of it. In the West, Colorado was the number one seed. They had 119 points. Uh, they were on track for the president's trophy and then they blew it going into the playoffs. Colorado had the highest odds plus 350 to make the Stanley cup. Uh, Number two seed, the Minnesota Wild, 113 points. Number three, Calgary, 111. Number four, St. Louis, 109. Edmonton at five for 104. Number six, the Kings at 99, excuse me. Number seven, the Dallas Stars at 98. And finally, the Nashville Predators at 97, which brings us to the playoff matchups. So Florida will play Washington. The season series was two to one Florida. Um, so far, Washington, the, the Capitals won the first game 4-2. They took a one nothing uh, series lead. We, we always talk about in this series, in series like this, hot young teams going into the playoffs against veteran rosters who have guys that have done it before. What do you guys think about this series? Florida is very deep. They have a very deep roster. Uh, particular on offense, and they should have big defensive uh, Aaron Ekblad back. Uh, and they have a very solid goalie play with uh, Sergei Bavrovsky, whereas Washington has the opposite. They do not have very good goalie play. Um, Florida's power play is fifth, uh, and their penalty kill is 16th, which isn't that good. Washington's power play is 23rd. And their PK is 12. What do you guys think about this series? I think the same thing that I think about the Bruins, not sorry, not Bruins, the Rangers series. I think the 
absolute pressures on the Florida Panthers right now. Yeah, the Capitals can just play with house money, right? Yeah, there's no they're, expectations. They're not supposed to win. They're the wild card. And on top of that, they're the second wild card. <laughs> you know what I mean? They weren't even right. the best wild card team. But they have people who've been there. They have an offense that scores. And the Capitals have never had good goaltending. Right. And like, I never. Well, brain, brain, Hol- brain Holby was pretty good. How long? He had like three really good years, though. Well, he won a Stanley Cup with him, didn't he? Was he was he the goal goalie? I thought he wasn't at that time. He was, yeah, he was the goalie. Yeah, I think Ovechkin carried him. It's <laughs> just my opinion, right? I, I I honestly, I'm going with the upset here, and I'm taking the Capitals over okay. Florida. So you will take. Okay, Eric. Any thoughts? Uh, don't know much about hockey, but I do know that playoff experience means a lot, and I, I, I think the uh, Washington Capitals take that one. We make this point every year, don't we? That seeding does not matter in the NHL playoffs. You are statistically more likely, as a Presidents Cup winner, to be eliminated in the first round than you are to make the Stanley Cup. The last time two number one seeds played each other in the Cup, can you guys guess what it was? Uh, what was it? You said, you said 1993? Yeah, you said take a guess. That's what I did. No, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> you guys just guessed at the same time. That's why I was looking the way I did. Yeah, I, I barely heard you, and I'm sitting next to you. That's why I was double-checking. So you, you got 93. I was going to say um, first Blackhawks uh, Stanley Cup last decade. Is that 2011? 2012? 2011, sure. 2011? Yeah. All right. No, that's not correct. 2001, Colorado Avalanche, New Jersey Devils, the Colorado Avalanche ended up winning that series for their second Stanley Cup. But that was the last time the two number ones played each other. The most common seed in the Stanley Cup is the number two seed. 14 times a number two seed has made the Cup since 1994. This year, the number two seed, obviously, I read them out. Uh, Calgary and, or sorry, Minnesota and Carolina. Oh, that so, Minnesota team too, man. Fuck. That Minnesota team with Mark Andre Fleury. I know. After, That's why after applying so in from the Blackhawks at the trade deadline, so let's move to the other uh, East Coast matchup. Uh, number one, Carolina playing number four, Boston. Carolina won the season series 3-0. Carolina has also scored ten goals in two games and takes a 2-0 series lead. This is my biggest question about Carolina. They're very solid front to back, and they have a very good goalie in Anderson and a team-orientated defense. They have no superstars, and they are young, right? Boston is that solid veteran team who doesn't let the moment get too big for them but doesn't really have that goalie experience in the playoffs. Yeah, because Tuca retired, correct? He is gone, correct. Yeah. I was, I was has, wondering if he was injured or not, but I remember retiring. Both of these teams have about average power plays. Boston is ninth on the penalty kill, and Carolina has the best penalty kill in the NHL. What do we think with this series? I I, don't, I was nervous about Carolina, and they have absolutely quieted my fears in the first I, place. I have no – I will, will say that 
experience always worries worries me, but this is my least. If I was ranking the Eastern Conference series based on most likely upsets, this would be at the bottom. I think Carolina wins against Boston, and I don't even think it's all that difficult for them to to get it done. Right. Yeah. Eric, any thoughts? Carolina. Yeah. I I, I mean, like, I I would have said – I would have said Carolina – uh, before this, um, I'm really, really what we're, what we're looking for is who doesn't like, th- th- this is what we're looking for. And, and by the way, I'm using a lot of uh, executive producer that as notes. what you're looking for in a good playoff hockey team is who doesn't let the moment get away from them, who plays strong team D who has a goalie to steal some moments and possibly a game or two. And you really need deep teams with essentially three or four lines that are capable of scoring and they are capable of being tough and losing a game and it not derailing their entire, uh, their entire playoffs, right? Because we've seen teams in the past where they've lost a game as that top seed, which I'm concerned that Florida might be that. They've been the big dogs all season and now they lose against a scrappy Caps team and you hand that Caps team with Ovechkin and Oshi and Wilson and Kunetsov, you and Backstrom, you hand those veteran playoff guys that one win, that little nugget they need, that locker room's bumping. Oh, that's that was what I was saying. And I'll follow that up in, in the one of the next series that we talk about. But they already stole one. Pressure's right. on pressure's on the president's trophy winner now. And the Caps have been there. They they lost as the President's Trophy winner in round one. Those Capitals fans, when they go into Washington, D.C., are going to be ravenous. I am not envious of the Florida position, and I doubled, I want to double down. So I'm going to game four, so I'll let you guys know. I'll live stream it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's I, go got, I, got, I got tickets in the second period last night when Florida was up 2-1. Got them for 50 bucks. So, hey. so going to watch some playoff hockey. All right, let's what go to day, the third. What day is that? What day? Uh, Monday. That'll be Monday. Monday. Oh, yeah. all right. So I guess we're not recording on Monday. There we go. Fuck us. So, <laughs> so the, third playoff in the, the third playoff in the East, number two Maple Leafs against the number three Tampa Bay Lightning. They split the season series. Uh, I'll ask this question at the end, but this is one of, for me, the best first-round matchup. We all know Toronto's struggles in the playoffs. Since 2004, the Toronto Maple Leafs and Atlanta Thrashers have the same amount of second-round playoff appearances. The Toronto Maple Leafs and the the Thrashers? And the Atlanta Thrashers. Let that that sink in first. Hold on, is that even still a team? The Atlanta Thrashers is not a team. The Atlanta Thrashers quit being a hockey team in 2011. Yeah, dude, I was just like the Atlanta Thrashers. The Atlanta all, Thrashers moved to Winnipeg in 2011. Great name. Atlanta Thrashers is a great name. Right. But when he was saying that, I was like, that's not a team. Well, I don't watch that much hockey, right? But I had a feeling like I know most of the teams. Like, I can I – can, I'm not going to name, I'm not going to say that and then get called out and then have to do it. But when he said Atlanta Thrashers, I started thinking, I was like, holy fuck, I don't know shit about hockey. I've never played this team. 
the, the questions here are, can Toronto keep scoring at a high rate? Austin Matthews, obviously one of the best American players and a tremendous goal scorer this year, but their goaltending has been inconsistent. And then what can you say about the Tampa Bay Lightning? Nobody wants to play the Tampa Bay Lightning in the playoffs. When I saw the bracket shake out, this was the one I spotlighted, and I was just like, Toronto has to be fucking pissed. You right. imagine they had they correct me if I'm wrong, they had the second most points in the Eastern Conference. A uh, third most points. Third most. Yeah, behind one behind one point Carolina. behind Carolina. One point okay. behind Carolina. Still, you imagine having that many points and then having to play the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round? The Who way also they, had 110 points, by the way. The, the Eastern way, Conference is insane. The way you stru- they structured this new setup where divisions play each other in the first round is fucking amazing. Right. It's going to add so much drama because these are going to be teams that don't like each other that played each other all year. Right. I think it's great. I am absolutely picking against the Toronto Maple Leafs and the greatest U.S. born hockey player to ever play. Um, It's Tampa Bay Lightning. Right. Uh, Of note, Toronto absolutely housed the Lightning in game one. Won 4 1. And then Tampa Bay came back today and won 5 3. So this series is split going into Tampa Bay. Man, and those Tampa Bay fans, what is what they're what are they going for now? Is it a repeat or a three? Uh, this is a three peat. Yeah, this would be a three peat. Oh, they man. won the cup the last two. I'm taking the lightning. I ah. Toronto doesn't get out again. Yeah, 100 percent Toronto gets bounced, and then there's questions about Austin Matthews' future. Right. Well, so we'll go to the final Eastern Conference series. The number two seeded New York Rangers against the number three seeded Pittsburgh Penguins. New York Rangers won the season series three one. Uh, the Rangers have the best goalie in the league in, in Sisterkin. Uh, I'll kind of give you guys a nugget right now. In the three overtime game that happened last night, Sisterkin had 72 saves. Saves, yeah. 72 he had, saves. He had nine shutout wins this year. Right. Led, led the league. The matchup. Calgary. I thought that was the Calgary goalie. Oh, who had them. Who, who led the league in shutouts? Oh, I think you might be right. I think oh, I don't know about that. I do know that Sisterkin, who is the hardest name to say also, 72 saves last night in a three-overtime loss. Um, the, the greatest thing to watch here is uh, Sidney Crosby and his line uh, of Brian Rust and of Genny um, Getzloff. No, Malkin plays on the second line. Brian Rust and... Getzlav and Crosby are the first line. They're going against the kid line, which is Lucius Fox and Alex Lafreniere for the Rangers. Rangers have almost no playoff experience. They have almost no NHL experience. Man, I didn't realize that that first line of defense was so young. It's right. young and stacked, though. Those right. are two great defenders. That is an interesting matchup. Right. I didn't, the way- I didn't realize that. The way that Pittsburgh wins this game is the way Pittsburgh won the game last night. They get down. They get dirty. The way the Rangers beat you is the Rangers beat you on the rush. They have guys that can absolutely snipe, and they have guys that can absolutely skate, and that's how they beat you. Pittsburgh has a lot of experience. What do we think about this year? I typically prefer fading less physical hockey teams when it comes to the playoffs. 
Right. And that was some of the when Tampa Bay was losing when they were before they started winning cups, that was their issue. They weren't hitting the opponent as much. They were trying to outspeed them and they were crazy fast. So I understand that that's why you were trying to play. Uh, so I'm going to fade the Rangers here. Actually, I want to fade the Rangers, but I took the lightning. I took the capitals. I'm not going to, I'm not picking three upsets. I'm, I'm going to pick Rangers in seven. Rangers in seven. It's a great pick. I think Pittsburgh wins in five or six, and so does Nevada. Uh, dude, honestly, I had to, I, <laughs> I was midstream. Right. I was midstream, and I went. I'm I'm gonna say Rangers win in seven, despite everything I just said. When I'm looking for betting. Uh, right. I think it's. I think it's gonna be a great series, though. All right, let's move on to the Western Conference. So the Western Conference, top seed in the Western Conference, Colorado taking on the four seed Nashville Predators. Nashville actually won this season series three to one. Uh, the Avs obviously very deep, very talented. They have four lines that can score. The last couple of weeks, they look like a team that had the President's Trophy on lock. And then the last couple of weeks, they've kind of been coasting in. Uh, trying to get everybody healthy. That's that's what's been coming out of the Avs organization, that they're trying to get everybody healthy for the playoffs. That's what screwed them last year. They do have most everybody healthy. Um, can they get past the second round, really? Jared Bednar has been able to advance each year that he's been the coach. Uh, Nashville, Nashville is an extremely stingy team, but they give up the most penalties per game in the NHL. Colorado draws the second most penalties. Uh, Nashville's goalie Soros is going to be out to at least game three. Roman Yossi is, is obviously the, the superstar for Nashville. He's a phenomenal D man that can do it all. Um, I said all this, I got all worried. I got all worked up. And then last night, the Avs scored five goals in the first period on, on way to a seven, two route of Nashville in game one. What are we thinking? What, what were we thinking post yesterday? Or, sorry, pre-yesterday and then post-yesterday. I'll tell you what. I looked at that Predators Lanch series, and I was just like, oh, fuck. I would hate to be the Colorado Avalanche. I was like, that's a fucked matchup. I don't want to play the Nashville. There's two teams I hate playing. It's the Nashville Predators and the Minnesota Wild. And I saw them draw it, and I was just like, man, can do the Avalanche get upset in the first round? And then I'm out and I keep looking up at the score and the score just keeps getting out of hand. Like right. at one point it was six zero. <laughs> right. It was six zero before they scored a goal. <laughs> right. I did not know Nashville's goalie was out. Had I known that I would have lent more Colorado's way. Colorado answered, filled a lot of their holes with trades Um I think the I think Colorado Avalanche handled this. I think it's handled easily, like way easier than I initially thought. I I was scared at, at before this game. I was scared that I, I thought Col I thought the Avs are going to win. I think the Colorado Avalanche will win the Stanley Cup. I just was nervous that this was going to be a six game series and very close, and it still might be. But a fully a fully healthy Avalanche team is a scary team to face. I. I'm still shocked. <laughs> I mean, but, like, but yeah, like five goals in the first period is is just, I uh, is just crazy. We're we're doing it. We're not doing justice. It was, it was 
four zero with like forty seven minutes left to play. <laughs> right. And and if I'm not mistaken, it might have been more than that. It might have been four zero. It was four zero at the twelve fifteen mark. So right. it was about forty eight minutes left. And they were up 4-0. Like, that's how ridiculous right. this game was. <laughs> right. It, it, it had major Germany-Brazil vibes. It was like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, so instead of turning this, so I, so here's the funny thing. I was going to put this game up on my computer and have the Rangers-Pittsburgh game on my, uh, on my TV. When I got back from the bar from watching the Capitals game, I went to put the Avs game on. By the way, this is getting in at like 9.45. The game started at 9.30. Getting in at 9.45, I looked at the score and I go, you know what, I'll just follow the game cast. I don't need to watch the Avs game right now. It looks like they got it locked up. <laughs> Here's the thing. I I was, I was tried putting on the Avs game. And when right. I clicked it, I was in the first overtime period of Rangers-Pittsburgh. I was like, oh, that's cool. That went to double overtime. That went to triple overtime. <laughs> we got we got a free hockey game from the from the from the ping from the pins and the Rangers. None yeah. of these teams are making it out of the second round. The 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 Rangers or Pittsburgh, whoever wins, they're not making it out. No, absolutely not. You can just tell by that game. But it's going to okay. be an exciting first series. Um, all right, so Avalanche advance. Let's move right. on to the next one. All right, we'll turn to the other 1-4 matchup, Calgary against Dallas. Calgary, 2-0-1 uh, in the season series. They've really turned it around under Daryl Sutter. If you need a clip that's short and sweet and you don't have a lot of ink to write, Daryl Sutter is the man you go to for quotes. Um, he's 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 been a great head coach. Uh, the goalie play with Markstrom has been strong, was lights out early in the year, has kind of dropped off. Goudreau for Calgary is, a, is an MVP candidate, played very well. Dallas is very top-heavy. They always they, – they, they've been that in the last couple of years. Uh, you shut down the first line. It's kind of shades of Edmonton, right? You shut down the first line. You shut down this team. The goalie play is not bad, but it's not consistent enough. I, I, think, I think Calgary wins this, wins this series easily, and Calgary won the first game 1-0. Uh, a little bit closer than I would have thought, but I think that's the game that Calgary wants to play. If you can stop Dallas from scoring – and you can score one to two to three goals a game, you're doing all right if you're Calgary. I owe a retraction. Uh, Markstrom is the goalie who has the most shutouts this year. Yeah. Um, and he obviously we just said that he opened the playoffs with a shutout. I watched that game, and I didn't see anything from Dallas. No. Like, mm -hmm. there was – it was like, hey, hi, nice to meet you. We're just happy to be here. I think this is the only sweep of the first round. Right. Calgary yeah. Calgary in four, and I'm not even concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, any thoughts? Uh, I mean, I actually watched that game with Jermaine and, uh, yeah, Calgary in four. I will just, say, you guys were texting about the craziness that was going on with the Avs, and this they, Calgary scored in the fifth minute, right? Mm-hmm. We had what forty or fifty-five minutes uh -huh. of just scoreless hockey, but as a person who doesn't watch too much hockey, it was still an intense ass, awesome fifty-five minutes. Welcome, baby. Welcome to the NHL <laughs> playoffs, dude, where every moment means something. The playoffs is wild. I still, I still at six nothing at six nothing. I still had one eye on the ab screen because <laughs> I was just like, you don't know what happens in playoff hockey. 
I, that was one thing that I was just like, they're up so big right now. It's the Colorado Avalanche. This has all the makings of the of a possible close game or an overtime game. Right. <laughs> that was right. the first thing I thought. Yeah. Oh, uh, all right. Let's move on to the next one. All right. Third series. I just mentioned them a little bit of foreshadowing. The number two seed Edmonton playing the number three seed Los Angeles Kings. Like I said, Ed, uh, Edmonton has Edmonton has won or Edmonton leads the season series three one. They can put up goals. Obviously, Drysaddle and McDavid are two of the top scorers uh, every year. Uh, where is their secondary scoring? Nugent Hopkins, Hyman, Kane, Yamamoto. I, I, it's it's it's. I feel like for the last three years now, we ask the same question: When will the Oilers score goals that aren't McDavid or Drysaddle? If they can do that, they're a dominant. They're, if if they can go, do that, they will go so far. Uh, the Kings are not the Kings as we remember them. Uh, they have a very young team. Nevada says a great quote. He says they're a year early to the playoffs. Um, I think they will be a great team. They've kind of had that state that kind of had that massive setback that the teams that are have good organizations have to have that massive five year setback where they where they retool. And then they'll go back. Jonathan Quick, the Jedi Octopus, the best name, nickname in hockey, is still on the team. But we talked about goalies stealing stealing games or stealing moments. I think those moments are past him. What do we think? I don't think the Kings have enough, despite our questions with the Edmonton Oilers. I think the Edmonton Oilers get a big series win, gives this franchise some confidence because it's typically in kind of – Disarray, despite having Connor McDavid. I don't understand this franchise. Um, I think the Edmonton Oilers win the series. Yeah, I mean, interestingly enough, the Kings won game one to go up one nothing. So, Yeah, I don't care. I think Edmonton still wins. And they play tonight. This has the feelings of like a neither team can really take the series by the ball, so it goes to seven. But just because like neither team is really that good – I'm going with best player in this series. Yeah. That's, the only, that's that's what was the deal breaker. Also, fuck the Kings. <laughs> Jermaine, obviously a, a King hater after the like – I told you these are not the Kings of old. These are not the Kings who grew up. It with. doesn't matter. They are the f- arch rivals till <laughs> I die. Right, right. The final matchup in the West, number two Minnesota Wild playing the number three St. Louis Blues. St. Louis won the season series 3-0 in courtesy of Nevada. St. Louis – since their coach took over a couple years ago, is 13-1-2 against Minnesota. 13-1-2, the Blues are are against Minnesota. This is the best Western Conference matchup, in my opinion, and it may be the best matchup of the playoffs. It's one of the more intriguing goalie matchups in the first round, who so for the Blues against either Talbot or Marc-Andre Fleury, as we mentioned earlier for the Wild. All are very good, but when – these goalies are bad. It's like floodgates opening up. Um, Minnesota is Minnesota basically has to be all in this year. That's why they acquired Flurry. They have an absolute mountain to climb with with cap space. Um, Minnesota ar- arguably has the most consistent top three lines in the NHL. What who, do we think for this one? Who won Game One? Uh, St. Louis won game one. Yeah. Um, 
fuck the Minnesota Wild. Agreed. So we call him the mild on this podcast. I will. Um, man, it's really hard to pick against them, though. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take the St. Louis Blues based on that coaching statistic. It sounds to me like they have their number. Uh, that's a pretty, pretty embarrassing statistic. I don't think Mark Andre Fleury has it like that anymore for him to take over the series like he used to. Right. Um, I don't see them alternating goalies in this series. I, I just honestly, I don't like that as a practice in the in the finals. I mean, right. not the finals in the playoffs. Um, before I heard about that coaching stat, I would have said the Minnesota Wild. But uh, what was the point difference between these two? Uh, Minnesota had 113 points. St. Louis had 109 points. Okay, so I mean, it would. Yeah, there's not really a whole lot here. St. Louis had a better goal differential. Uh, both of them came in hot in their last ten. Um, who allowed more goals? Minnesota allowed more goals. Yeah, I'm gonna go St. Louis, dude. Okay, so this based is- on our predictions, right? I do- hold on one second. I do have to say something. You're yeah. absolutely wrong. This is not gonna be the best series of the first round. It's going to be Toronto versus Tampa Bay. I just wanted to get that off my chest. Yeah. All right. Get off your chest. Do whatever you want to do. All right. So, so moving forward, uh, we'll just kind of, I'll kind of give you the matchups quickly. And then you tell me who wins the Eastern Conference, who wins the Western Conference, and uh, who's your Stanley Cup winner. So we have Washington, or we have uh, Washington going to play Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay with the home field or the home ice advantage, Pittsburgh traveling to Carolina. Uh, to Carolina shares the uh, home ice advantage in that series. Who do you have coming out of the West or coming out of the East? Excuse me. Coming out of the East, I have Tampa Bay playing the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh. And I have the I have Tampa Bay. Uh, actually, I picked the Rangers in that series, but I I honestly I said in seven Pittsburgh probably wins it. I have Tampa Bay advancing out of the East. So Tampa Bay wins the Eastern Conference. Eric, do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I actually did a bracket today, and I had Tampa going to the Stanley Cup. Interesting. Can you, can you get us odds on that? Oh, yeah. All right. So I think that Carolina makes it out of the East. I I have not seen a more complete team in the Eastern Conference than Carolina. I don't know. Carolina doesn't do it for me. <laughs> All right. Western Conference – uh, uh, Colorado will play the number three seed uh, Blues, and Calgary will play Edmonton. Calgary will have the home ice. Who do you have coming out of the Western Conference? Coming out of the Western Conference, I have the – no, I'm just kidding. I can't do that. <laughs> I, have, I have the Colorado Avalanche. So, so Colorado <laughs> Avalanche, Pittsburgh – or Colorado Avalanche, Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, Stanley Cup – Give me your Stanley Cup winner, Eric. Do you agree? Do you agree with that coming out of the West? So on my bracket, I had the Wild coming out. Of course you did. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. Wild. I had the Wild coming out. No, you don't. You pick them. You're a Wild fan now. Congratulations. You've been alienated. I hate you. <laughs> All right. So you have the Wild coming out. So who wins in a Lightning Mild series? I picked the Wild to win it all. 
I don't know shit about hockey. The problem isn't that you don't know shit about hockey. The problem is, is you pick the mild. <laughs> right. Have you not? There's only the one. There's, to there me, was, there's only one team you could pick that's worse than that, Eric. The Red Wings? Don't mention their name on this podcast. They, they are the dead things, and we don't mention their name on this podcast. You know who I don't like, and I'm glad they suck now? The New Jersey New Jersey Devils. The New Jersey Devils, too. Fuck them. They both – I don't I don't like Detroit or New Jersey. All uh, right. All right. So, Tampa Bay so, – so, Jermaine, we're both in agreement. Tampa Bay and Colorado. Who does Tampa Bay get their three-peat, or does Colorado win their first Stanley Cup wait, since wait, 2000? Wait, wait, wait. You didn't pick Tampa Bay to go to the final. Oh, I pick – I, I, no, you're right. All right. So, I, I didn't mean Tampa Bay because – uh, all right, so you have Tampa Bay, Colorado. So does Tampa Bay win the three-peat, or does Colorado win their first cup since 2001? Uh, I've been picking it for three years. This is the year, the trades that they made, the way they built this team, the actual health of this team. Colorado Avalanche get the monkey off their back with their first Stanley Cup since when, Nick? 2000-2001. 2000-2001, which is the last time two number one seeds played each other. Uh, right now, you can get the Colorado Avalanche plus 300 to win it all, and it's that or the Tampa Bay Lightning to win it. I think Colorado going against the defending back-to-back champs and dethroning them is a storyline that the NHL needs, that the NHL will get, and the city of Denver, Colorado, will be thrilled to have that parade come what is it? Two months from now? Yeah, uh, end of June. Yeah, that's my pick. I take Colorado over Tampa Bay. I think the series ends in six, and and Tampa Bay leads in the sixth game, and Colorado comes back and ends it. Uh, for those of you room three, oh. three listeners who will be close to Denver, Colorado, if the Colorado Avalanche make the Stanley Cup, I will be taking my ass on a plane. And I will be flying to Denver, Colorado. If I can't get tickets to the to the game, I will be getting as close as I possibly can to the arena to flip a car or something. But I will participate in a city riot once the Colorado Avalanche beat the Carolina Hurricanes to win the Stanley Cup. Kale McCarr wins the Conn Smythe. Man, where where do you go? Where do you go from there? Is your Kale McCarr? <laughs> Uh, you retire right off. Yeah, I think you just have to, right? <laughs> You're going to get the keys to the city of Denver anyway. I will say that you can get Tampa Bay Lightning plus 1,400 on Caesars Sportsbook. Yeah, that's a fantastic bet. Um, yeah, that's the, I think that's the best odds they have. Yeah, plus 1,400 for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I, I, honestly, bet the Avalanche, uh, sprinkle a little pizza money on the Lightning. Right. Great bets all all around. So you got Lanch versus um, Calgary. No, sorry, not Kane. Carolina. Dang, you got Colorado versus Carolina, huh? Yep. You're going to be torn in that one, huh? Yep. (laughs) A lot of thought went into that. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, This feels a little biased. Yeah, Um, a little bit. You're obviously taking Carolina then to win, right? Uh, No, I will be be taking uh, Colorado. And Con Smythe. Oh man, I think Nate McKinnon wins a Con Smythe. I don't like it. 
<laughs> oh, pick the best player. <laughs> right. Sorry, everybody. Uh, all right, so there you have it. We have two Colorados and a mild, you fucking bum. Well, I mean, if if the podcast model hits, fade the fuck out of me. <laughs> well, if the podcast model hits, Nick will be openly weeping. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Open. Uh, I think that's all we have, correct? That's all I got. All right. So if that's all we have, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room 303. And Nick, what did Mr. Volcano say to Mrs. Volcano? What's that? I lava you. Oh, my goodness. If you can see Eric's face right now. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room.